Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shavuot sermon by Rachel Green. The theme of my two-part drash today is to state the obvious. Um, The first topic I want to address, part one, is the notion stressed in Torah, half Torah, and I noticed in the Akdamut prayer of spectacle, that giving of the law at Sinai is an example of a supernatural spectacle of which the Jewish people experienced many so far in the book of Exodus. There were 10 plagues, there was the crossing of the sea, there were um, just miracle after miracle until we got to Sinai. And then this is the biggest, like the culminating event before the Torah kind of switches tone and starts to teach us how to live. Um, In the Haf Torah today, the book of Ezekiel, we refer to Ezekiel's vision often as a vision of Hashem's throne or of Hashem's chariot. Um, I just, when I was reading the Haf Torah, I was thinking, how would you film this? What would your, you know, computer graphics look like at the wheels at right angles in the four corners of the chariot made of the overlapping wings of these incredible creatures with four faces. Um, And uh, I propose or suggest that the reason we read this book of Ezekiel today is to highlight that aspect of the giving of the Torah at Sinai. That uh, when we read Parshat Yitro in the regular cycle, this is not the Haftorah that we use. We use, we read a section of Isaiah, which also has about three sentences of Isaiah's vision of God, but it's really much uh, much contracted compared to this vision of Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel describes, I, I went into that already, okay. Um, when Ezekiel sees this chariot with the sides and the platform made of overlapping wings of certain supernatural creatures. He uses lots of visual imagery. The wheels gleam like barrel. The wings of crystal make up the platform. The whatever being is occupying this incredible space is um, made of fire and surrounded by shimmering colors of rainbow. So it's a really spectacular vision. Um, 
And where is God's place today? It's on Mount Sinai, giving us Torah. And uh, the Torah text recounts the fire and the trembling of the mountain and the sound of the shofar getting louder and louder. And that all the people should come close to the mountain, but not go up the mountain. That God is behind this layer of cloud, and only Moses goes up and down, which actually in chapter 19 <laughs> happens three times that Moses runs up and down the mountain, carrying messages back and forth. Um, but that no one other than Moses should try to get close to God during Revelation itself. Um, there are multiple midrashim. I've certainly been taught the interpretation. We were all at Sinai. We all agreed. Jews from all time and all space were there and agreed. Just in case you don't know, there's an Orthodox matchmaking website. Saw you at Sinai. Um, that is just <laughs> really amusing. Um, but it's, it's an experience that, while I've certainly been told I was there, I absolutely don't remember. So I need to rely on the Torah's description. Okay, um, part two of my drash. Like I said, today's drash is about stating the obvious. Why this text? When our grandson Archer was visiting us last week, I was revising a particular essay that I'd written to submit it to a publication. And if you want to look up my publications, I've had two pieces in the forward over the years. You can look me up in the forward. And I've had two pieces of, in the Jewish Journal. Um, but... Uh, Archer asked the most obvious question, which I hadn't thought of before, is why write? Why put my thoughts down on paper? And I thought, good question. And I answered him, it clarifies my own process. I write for myself so that I can kind of track how I feel or outline and support my feelings and opinions on any particular issue or topic. And then I thought about that is a Shavuot question. Why this book that God gave us? So, we can address that question to God. We can address it to my good friends, J, E, P, and D, and the redactor. We can look at, this is a crazy book. It's so internally contradictory. We start with two different stories of creation. Did God create the world in seven days? We're on the sixth day. He said male and female. 
both created in the image of God. And in the next section, there's one male and a female is pulled out of that male's rib and so on and so forth. It goes on like that in much bigger questions or much bigger issues. It's internally contradictory or internally multifaceted might be a better word uh, <laughs> to think about God says, welcome the stranger. And God also says, but while you're at it, kick out these seven groups of people that are living in the Holy Land. So it's a really difficult, contradictory, or kind of against itself set of values almost. Um, what's the purpose of this Torah? Is it Moses' lecture notes where a Chabad rabbi once told me many, many, many years ago that the Torah's lecture notes, that God actually gave Moses the entire Talmud, but that Moses did the Torah and we had to reconstruct it from there. Um, I, don't, I don't buy that particular explanation. Um, did God intend the Torah to be a ketubah between the people of Israel and God's self? Did God intend the Torah to be a deed to a land? Because in the Torah, the borders of that land keep changing. Did God intend the Torah to simply be a guide to a meaningful and purposeful life? Um, there, the Torah has certainly been a basis for endless, endless commentaries. So what did God intend for us to do with it? And the only real answer that I could come up with to what did God intend for us to do with it is the fact that it's inconsistent, the fact that it has, and multifaceted, and it has all these different viewpoints has led us to be discussing and debating and arguing about the content of this book for 5,000 years. And that interaction and debate has kept us engaged with these words as a people for 5,000 years. So if God's goal in giving the Torah was to keep us engaged for a very long period of time. I can only say, God, you win. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.